All right. Hello to the two people that are listening. This is Alexa and Bella on our Unnamed podcast. Uh, this is our semi-annual episode. My name's Alexa. And I'm Bella. And today we have guest Brandon and oh, hello. MT from New Rockstar. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on, everybody? A pleasure to be How here. How are you guys doing? How's your Thursday? Oh, it's going pretty well so far for me. Pretty dang good. Yeah. yeah. It's going pretty chill. I can't complain. How was your Thursday? It was good. How's the weather out there, MT? Boston, I'm starting to get hot. Not a fan. Um, I'm starting to sweat more. Sweat glands are my enemy. Um, they've always have. They've always have been. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, it's it's a nice change of pace from like brick cold, uh, the brick cold winter that we usually have. Because um, yeah. I'm not a fan of ice. Um, I'm usually a fan of many black things, but not black ice. Black ice. Do <laughs> not mess with black ice. I, I don't mess with that. Um, but yeah. yes, I'm glad that it's getting warmer, but it's sweating. It's not fun. Not yeah. fan. All <laughs> right. So today we're going to be talking about whatever the hell we want. So um, I put together <laughs> some topics. And so we'll go through we'll go through the standard questions first. So um, I want to talk about what your guys' favorite phase four project has been so far. So Brandon, what has been your favorite phase four project? And this is movies or TV shows is what you're what you're trying to say. Like yeah. anything post Endgame. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, I mean, that okay. doesn't No Way Home seem like the easiest answer? But like, I almost don't want to say No yeah. Way Home. <laughs> yeah. Because it has like 20 <laughs> years of of building blocks underneath it. And I think if you were, if you just, if you were True. a baby and you went and saw No Way Home, you'd be like, what is this? I don't understand this movie at all. Uh, so stand alone. <laughs> I don't know. But I will say, I was really impressed with, um, Multiverse of Madness on so many levels, mainly because I was so afraid it was going to get become a clogged, convoluted story. But it's a Doctor Strange movie, and it was great. And there was so much Doctor Strange in it. And they did my girl Wanda right, you know, right. really powered her up. Love to see it. Yes. Love yeah. to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Love to she see some carnage. Pretty yeah. fun times. Yeah. How about you, LT? <laughs> That's a good question. Hmm. I think. Gosh, um, why am I blanking on every project that ever came out? Um, I, you know, I think I'm going to have to say WandaVision mm. so far, mm. mainly because of like how it's a story about grief and just a story about, you know, just someone just getting over constantly losing people all the time <sighs> and like how that sort of just like mounts together and like it, it just causes someone to just sort of snap. And like, I just appreciated how they handled it and like, it's literally a show like no other, I feel. Yeah. Um, so I, for now, I think it's WandaVision. I really love What If, too. What If is really great. I was really um, surprised. Really great show. If, yeah. um, a lot of fun things. What If is really so much fun. Um, and I can't wait for the next season. It's going to be dope. What about you, Alexa and Bella? What's your favorite Your favorite Phase 4s? Yeah. I think I think mine is Moon Knight, which I'm really surprised by. Uh -oh. And I think I'm switching allegiances. I'm a Bucky fan. I think I'm Ooh. switching allegiances to Stephen Grant. So oh, it's kind of a big deal. Don't tell Sebastian. Don't you? Yeah, I want to call Sebastian. Sebastian right now. Authorized it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really <laughs> surprised by it. I'm I'm not a person to read the comics first. I'll read the comics afterwards if I'm like interested. So, um, yeah. What about you? I, I, I was torn between WandaVision and Moon Knight just cause like, 
I, she's Stephen Grant. I'm Mark Spector, but um, no, I <laughs> really, I really found WandaVision, like you said, to be just, it was unlike any other, like there was nothing like that before. And then I also liked Moon Knight because right. there's nothing like that as well. Like it, they were both just beautifully well executed and just great stories on their own as the shows. And I, right. I was just super impressed by both of them. So I think those two are like kind of my favorite right now. And I'm kind of like, oh, I'm like, oh gosh, she's up there with Bucky. And I'm like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> All right, moving on to the nice, controversial nice. topics. Are we ready? Let's do it. Let's get controversial. Ready. Ready to roll. What is a celebrity or a character you would leave your partner for? <laughs> mm. <gasps> mm. Uh, I don't have a partner, so take it away, Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh man, uh, that's tough. And this is purely hypothetical. Tread carefully. Yeah. Tread carefully. Right, right. Tread, <laughs> tread, tread very carefully. Um, this has to be MCU. You're saying like an MCU no. character could be any anything any, out there. Any actor. Any any. It could be any actor, any character. The great, the great actor or character. Hmm. Great wide open, huh? I mean, like, obviously, I'm going to say Haley Steinfeld, so I'm not yeah. going to, yeah. I'm not going to go that route. I think that's technically that's your partner in this I'll category. I think you would have established that. Yeah, yeah that's the partner. If you know, if that was the partner, it's nobody. Literally zero. <laughs> I'm all set for for life. Um, probably. Okay, if if I mean, obviously, an an over over eighteen version, but like Starfire, I really love Starfire as a character um, from from Teen Titans, and if she was like an adult. Absolutely. I'm sorry, wife, future <laughs> wife, but like Starfire is a very nice lady who can uh, pick me up and fly me to the moon. Uh, <laughs> I'd so pick Raven or Beast Boy. That's for sure. <laughs> Raven or Beast Boy? That's, you know, uh, uh, maybe not Beast Boy. Actually, I feel like with Beast Boy, it'd be kind of weird. Like, is this like a zoophilia? It's like, what am I doing right now? Like, are you an animal? Are like, I don't really understand. I think um, so. I would probably not be. Smart. I think it would be a bad pick, and I know this is a, a terrible pick, but you know, I've loved her since since a young age. Uh, Emma Frost herself, who would be the worst Ooh, person to partner up with. Emma Frost, yeah. and will always be reading your mind. Well, she get inside your head, I bro. Know, but <laughs> it might be worth it. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, as long as you were like being faithful, like it open my eyes, you can read my mind. Yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> Michael Fassbender at Air. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh what was that Brandon? Uh there was like a run during I don't know if it was New X-Men when like Scott was with Jean Grey, but he was like cheating on her with Emma in his in the mind space. Like they were having an affair like in the astral plane or something like that. And then Jean Grey finds out. But like during that whole time, on your dreams, I was totally fine. I hear everyone loves Jean Grey, but and I love I love Jean Grey. But I was like, I'm always Team Emma when it's like Emma versus Jean Grey. Like Emma wins all the time. Emma's great. Yeah, Emma has got that sass. She's got that care. Yeah, I can see that. I can see it. Um, I think I would say right. Frank Castle. Oh me. yeah, <laughs> I want a husband right. that would do anything for me. <laughs> That's problematic. <laughs> I want a husband with a, a body count. You know what I'm saying? I want a, I want a boy with a body count. Uh, I, <laughs> I just feel like his apartment's always going to be so messy and dirty. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, Being an accomplice. Lots There's... of bleach in the house, though, which is good. <laughs> um... <laughs> there is way too many to count. I, I, I think Bucky is the most basic answer, and so Sebastian. So I won't pick that. But out of oh god, anyone, anyone, anybody in fictional or real? Oh my god, that's way too many. There's like yeah. twelve options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least. Um. Oh, yeah. No, I think Michael Fassbender as Eric. Ooh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good yeah. one. I've been recently rewatching a first class claps first class clips. Holy shit! Um, I've been recently watching first class clips, and like he is a force. Like that dude. Like he needs more credit for his role as Magneto. Like he. I feel like he's on the level of um. What's his name? Why am I blanking on Ian McKellen? Like, I feel like they really just are perfect Magnetos for sure. So, yeah, I can see that. For sure. I also want him when he's in the woods with his wife and daughter. Like, that era, just, I want to protect <laughs> him. Mm. Everything protect, the yeah. <laughs> I want to be the home wrecker. It's going to be me. <laughs> I'll take care of him after they die. I promise. <laughs> You're just waiting behind a tree, like, yes, it's happening. It's going to happen. I'm like, no, I came too late. That's so good. Okay, so we already talked a little bit about phase four, but since this is our podcast, and I want to ask you guys, since Moon Knight is my new favorite character, I want to get your guys' thoughts on Moon Knight. So, Brandon, mm. what do you think of Moon Knight? Uh, really liked it. Was not like a, you know, I didn't know a ton about the character from the comics. Uh, I didn't read a ton of Moon Knight or anything, but I, I did really like what they did. I mainly just was blown away with like Oscar Isaac's performance and Ethan Hawke's right. performance. They were both so fun to watch and like so great. Um, those scenes where like Oscar would transition between Steven and Mark without a cut. Yeah. Were just great. It was right. so good. I loved it. Uh, uh, that stuff was really good. And I, I was happy to see like the good acting yeah, really no, come up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like they definitely used Oscar Isaac straight up. Like they were like, hey, you're a, like, did he win an Academy Award? I don't know. But you're like a, a prestigious actor. Just go for it. Just really just, just act. Sure, I hope that we'll he got he got here. paid for playing three characters. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. I hope so. He deserves three paychecks. Um, <laughs> He just like catches yeah. them as like with each character is like it's Steven. He goes to, he goes to Europe. You gotta get three different <laughs> three different accounts. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I I really love Moon Knight as well. It's like one of the most unique series ever made. And like I was actually just rewatching clips from Moon Knight before I came here, and um, it was mainly the first three episodes. And like it was just really dope to see like that mirror scene again, and like sort of like how they filmed it. Like I watched the behind the scenes of how they filmed it, and like man, like. It's just, I loved like how they really leaned into the different altars and like just made them like really truly feel like real different people. Like so many people love Steven more than Mark. And it's just like so crazy because Steven's not real. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, man, like it's, I love seeing like the different performances. Obviously like um, we didn't really see it a lot, but like when they were in that fake reality with um, um when Layla was acting a little erratic and like i just loved like how everyone got to be different types of people in this show so yeah it's a really dope show and i really want season two because jake lockley uh he's he's got a he's kind of a a very hot headed element for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. I, if you can guess if my favorite two characters <laughs> are the Punisher and Ghost Rider, then I'm going to love Jake Lockley. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. That's for sure. Awesome people. So I need, yeah, I need a season two just for that reason. I was absolutely in love with Moon Knight because I mean, I wanted to do psychology when I was younger and DID was actually one of the topics that like I wanted to specialize in. So I was really into DID before I even knew Moon Knight had DID. So I was so impressed by the way that like they were able to actually represent it in such an accurate manner and have like a dysfunctional system and then turn it into a functional system and like the altars and like how, you know, like, they showed the trauma and how it developed and like how they were used to protect uh, Mark. And I just, it was, I loved it for that aspect of it. Cause there's so much, you know, a lot of fake news around <laughs> DID mm -hmm. and it's like a hot like thing right now to like talk about it. And not a lot of people know the real facts of it. So I'm really happy the way that Marvel like went into it in the correct way and like really did the research and really understood and how, you know, Mark, or um steven like felt real because like all these altars are real people within this system i like to call it the moon knight system <laughs> <laughs> but they like they all you know they don't they're those trauma holders and they don't know what happened between everything and so i just i found that absolutely breathtaking that it was portrayed in such a beautiful way and then also loved they had the you know like all the egyptian culture and then like the actual representation of like the gods and i just i was I was in love with it. It was just so good. I, one of the best, like them and WandaVision, like I, they were just so another level and I was so proud of it. <laughs> so I already know the answer for Brandon, but um, MT, do you collect Funko Pops? You're going to talk a little bit about Funko Pops if you had any. I actually had a really huge Funko Pop phase for a while. Like my, my old office at my old job was like filled with Funko Pops, it was kind of funny. Yes, I had um, a ton of Funko Pops, like um, at my old job, and like I was known as the Funko Pop guy. So like, I don't know where they're at now, but like, yeah, I do appreciate a good Funko Pop. Yeah, I could see you as a Funko Pop guy in the office. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Actually, speaking of Funko Pops, uh, James Gunn actually sent me a Funko Pop a couple oh. years ago. Um, it's still in the box. It's in my closet. It's like very oh, in the. But uh, yeah, one of the coolest gifts I've ever gotten was a little James Gunn Funko Pop from James Gunn. That's that so, so cool. fun. <laughs> oh, so fun. Okay, another invasive question. I would like to know, after working in an environment with Marvel and DC and comics all day, do you ever go to bed and have a dream about Marvel? Because I know I do. Oh <laughs> my <single> gosh. <laughs> I've had this. I, I've had a recurring dream a couple of times where it's like. This is usually before one of the movies comes out or just after a movie comes out, right? Like Doctor Strange or something or mm. Spider-Man where it's like in the my dream, I'm watching the movie, but I haven't, it's not, <laughs> it's not the movie we see, right? It's, I'm making a movie up in my head as I'm watching it. And then at right. some point it ends and I'm like, wait, what happened in that movie? I have no idea. Was that good? It wasn't good. <laughs> and I'm like stressed that it's not good and I don't understand it and there's nothing to talk about and we can't have any theory videos because it's not good you know like, like, like marble movies about marble <laughs> that's so funny it's like work stress yeah yeah hilarious. I, know. I was i was thinking like because i have dreams where i'm in like the marble universe oh, okay. i was thinking better. like <laughs> what about you mt 
Um, I don't think I've ever had a Marvel dream, which is kind of a bummer because like I've always been about dreams. Um, like ever since I was in like high school, I love the idea of dreaming. Like it's like a really dope that we could just hop into our imaginations and just have anything happen. Um, yeah. but yeah, I've never really had a Marvel dream that I can remember, which is kind of sad for me, but how about you guys? Yeah. She uh, has the same dream, either Wanda's or Daisy Johnson's powers. Yeah, I always Ooh. have Wanda's powers. It's kind, of, it's kind of amazing. And I don't, I should start writing them down again, but like I dream multiple times a night. I dream when I nap. Yo, keep a dream journal because like, it helps you remember your dreams. I know, yeah, I think, because I was looking for one that I could read, and there's none in my notes. I think it's because I you text, send me voice. Yeah. She sends me voice memos of them <laughs> in the middle of the night. It'll be 2 o'clock in the morning. She goes, so I was Daisy Johnson, and there was, like, something, and there's, oh, the Batman one. with. Oh, yeah, I had two about Robert Pattinson Batman recently, like, in the past. Oh, week. it's fair. It's <laughs> no, fair. It's I mean, it's so his birth fair. month, so, like, it's get, extra powerful. I usually get updates every night, twice a night. <laughs> of dreams <laughs> it's like it was they used to happen a lot they are like every night and they're reoccurring too yeah it's the same powers different situations okay so, so this is this is one i have written down this is from april 13th this isn't one isn't very exciting but i don't think i told you about this one <laughs> so it was a dream about spider-man uh so i was spider girl apparently and okay. it's tom holland spider-man and uh, he found out that I was Spider Girl. Okay, so I wrote this at, and like in the middle of the night, so it probably might not make sense. Um, <laughs> we kind of started working together, and we had a really cool friendship. And over the course of our friendship, there's a lot of different things that happened. I don't really remember, <laughs> but one day I saw the news or something. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but all of these clips of us together were cut and edited to make me look really bad. And I realized that we were never friends, and that. Tom Holland Spider-Man just wanted to get rid of me and be the only spider person in New York. Oh. Wow, he pulled the Mysterio. He was like, <laughs> there's only one. There can only be one. I'm the real Spider-Man. I like that. Wow. Yeah. Good there story. so many. <laughs> and they all are bad, bad English. And I'm like, okay, this happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when I used to, I used to keep a dream drone for a little bit and like, it's the wake up lethargy that you're just like, oh, I don't know what I'm writing, but I have to write yeah. it down. It's not going to make any sense. Um, yeah. So yeah, I love like reading people's like barely comprehensible <laughs> words when they wake up. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. But no, that's that's a funny dream. I used to only have lucid dreams whenever I slept over here. Like, I was like, there's something about this house. Maybe a gas leak. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Carbon monoxide poisoning. So I have a question specifically. For Brandon, okay. Okay. So MT, I know that you got like recruited because you were like already interested in like Marvel stuff and you're posting Marvel right. content. But Brandon, did you get like did you start working for NR and like then you got into the comics and Marvel and stuff, or did you like it before you No, I was always pretty hardcore into it. Um, you know, uh my wife and I before I even started working here, we would go to usually like the Friday night premiere of like whatever MCU film was out because uh they would do this fun thing in la where at this one movie theater the cinerama dome which is like this big theater in hollywood if, if you were at the like friday night at like 8 p.m release premiere night this they started doing this randomly like we were there one night where i was like oh there's all these ushers inside why are there so many ushers inside the building and this is like a big room where they show this movie that seats like a couple hundred people and then we realized like before the movie starts like and this was, I think the first one we happened at was at Thor Ragnarok. And like, 
uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Feige was there and he comes out and he's like, hello, thank Holy you. Shit. We want, I want to thank you guys for supporting so much. And he's like, I got another friend here. And it was like Taika Waititi. And we were like, oh boy. Oh and then God. like Tessa Thompson was there and then like Chris Hemsworth was there. Everyone <laughs> lost their minds. Um, and so we, we kept going to those Friday night ones and like they kept doing it at that Cinerama Dome. Like for Infinity War, Whoa. they had Benedict Cumberbatch was there and then Tom Holland was there and he jumps out. Wow. And this is before the movie starts. He jumps out and he goes, I'm alive. And we're all like, everyone's like, what? And and then there was like this weird what? And it was like, oh, no, no, no. They haven't seen the movie, which I think was was BS. Because (laughs) why would we all be sitting there if we had seen the movie with the left? Anyway, I don't know. But yeah, I've always enjoyed them. Classic Tom Holland. Classic (laughs) Tom Holland. So it's very easy to like slip into doing the new rock star stuff. Because I already watched them a lot. Uh, and was very. I'm friends like, with my guys. Best friends with Kevin Feige. <laughs> best friends with Kevin Feige. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm friends with like the most of the NR crew since college, and like so it was very easy to like slip into it uh, and just focus that beam of nerd knowledge. <laughs> I was so into new rock stars when WandaVision, like way before WandaVision, and I was watching all the breakdowns. Eric Voss became my like this <laughs> was coming. Like that was like I was so into it. I got the. Uh, odd couple shirts like my oh, friend yeah, and i yeah. she had vision and i had wanda and then i was so into it so then when she said oh new rock stars hit me up i was like take it i was like take it take it <laughs> so like i was like you don't understand take it <laughs> I, was, I geeked out i was like this is so big you have no idea Dude, you gotta <laughs> well i'll be very grateful that you did that because Alexa's am- an amazing editor yeah, yeah. she's like no, so that funny was, you know, that was all of her <laughs> I just was like, for me, for me, for me. Take it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm still a freelancer, but when when I first talked to John, I was like begging to be a staff editor. I was like, please, because I was trying to get out of this this job uh, with sexual harassment stuff going on, and so I was like, please take me on a staff editor, please. And so the, I just freelanced for them for a little bit, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll staff edit for them later. Months later, they asked me if I wanted to be a staff editor. I said no. <laughs> So he's like, you were begging for us to make this happen. And I was like, yeah, I changed my mind. That happens. That's business. I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about CGI recently. And so I've seen a lot of talk about bad CGI. So I want to talk about good CGI. So first, what's uh, your favorite CGI in the MCU? Or like, what oh. do you think is the best? Oh, in the MCU. Oh, um, easily. Anthony from uh, Ant-Man 1. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Anthony. One of the best you have ever seen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, it's got to be Thanos for me. Like it's yeah. like Thanos. Every time I see Thanos, I'm just like, I cannot believe that that's not a real person that exists. Because like they they knocked it out of the park. Like it was obviously it's not. You can tell like there's always like uncanny valley for things that aren't actually physically real. So like obviously there's a degree of like, all right, that's a CG object. But like they did a really good job with all of the like little details, like the pores in his skin. Like you can just, it feels like he's a real person. <laughs> and like, it's just, yeah, every time I see it, I, I get blown away. So it's gonna have to be Thanos for me. What they did in the kind of incredible stuff, right? Is when you see a, a VFX breakdown and it's like, oh, Tom Holland was standing in front of a door, just a doorway on a green panel. And then they built all of right. New York around it. And there's a squirrel climbing up a tree and all this crazy stuff. But, you know, I really go back to, like, (laughs) I think it was, like, Iron Man 2 when they were like, oh, we didn't build a suit this time. And it's like, I had no idea 
and you would see the behind the scenes of like, oh, it's just Tony or it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. And he's just wearing like a little bit of the right. collar piece. Yeah. And I was like, how <laughs> did they do that? Like, and now it's, it's so <laughs> rote and we're so used to it. But yeah, that right away, they were like really blowing me away. And I remember just even seeing the first Iron Man, like that suit looks so good. And I, this is one thing I miss about the Iron Man suit so is how much noise it used to make when it moved. Yeah, like you could hear the yes. the gears spinning and the whirring. It took him like ten minutes to put it on. That was like the best part of it. Yeah. It was like this is not fast. It's great. It's like practical. Like normal. I always, I always say that like noise adds so much weight yeah. to anything in a movie. And like once they stopped taking out that Iron Man noise, it just his suit just felt less real. My yeah. point was going to be Iron Man one and two, and like three egg two as well. But like. One and two were my favorite because it was so real, so gritty, yeah, yeah. so like the noise, the like weight that you're saying, like that's exactly would get, like, like that's my favorite. And we have like smoke and burns uh -huh. on it. It felt so real, yeah. and then ever since like Infinity War and Endgame with the Nano, it just felt so unreal out yeah. of touch. And I loved the grime and the grit of the real iron, like the smashes, the heaviness, yeah, yeah. the like whirring, and the, like that was my favorite. Like Iron Man. The Iron Man trilogy was my favorite, and I I missed the old suit so much. So when you brought that up, I was like, yes, yeah, that's I miss, what I was going to say. The it's, like, yeah. it's like when that you're at a Comic-Con and like you're like, oh, you see this cool-looking Stormtrooper, and you're like, oh, I'm going to take a picture. You get close, and you can like hear the plastic moving of the suit, and they're like, <laughs> oh, I want to take a photo, and it's like, this doesn't you know, like, Where's the radio? Where's the... Why is this? <laughs> you just you're not a real star. I'm going to report you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like one of those people. I, I saw this tweet and I've never related to a tweet so much. It's like people will say like this CGI sucks and I have no idea what y'all are talking about. And that's me. Like, I don't know. Like, she's like Black Widow CGI. It was kind of bad. And I was like, I, I, I don't know. It was fine to yeah. me. So. It was, it was, it was a I mean, like if it, if it has like pretty colors, I yeah. like it. So I liked Eternals. <laughs> I go back to like that. Eternals. Really Except bad. for Icarus flying into the sun. Mm. <laughs> still alive. Don't worry. Uh, Black Panther. Like, He's still alive. Final there. fight in Black Panther is kind of like. What is this? It looks so weird. Yeah, that's that's not the best. It's really strange. Um, I kind of wish that they the trains and like their suits dark and everything. It really felt like a a PS2 cutscene. So true. That's so true. Weird on like I love black and I no disrespect to Ryan Coogler, like amazing director, but like it was just a weird moment where it's just like this feels a little bit lower budget than we're <laughs> yeah. used to yeah. and like it was i don't know but like that's just a minor gripe for me no but i get what you're saying she doesn't understand no i don't <laughs> <laughs> well, and now i want to i want to ask about the best cgi or your favorite cgi in movies outside of marvel because after seeing this tweet people were like quoting and they're like, some of the best CGI I've seen is in Transformers. And I was like, now I kind of want to watch Transformers. Ooh, Transformers is so good. <laughs> Transformers? Yeah, That's like no. the Iron Man type CGI. I and love that. I'm curious no, like, what all Like, no, back to like, what I was saying about, like, the whole noise ad adding weight thing. Like, in Transformers 1, I feel like uh, uh, Michael Bay added so much more noise to the actual Transformers when they transformed. Like, you heard, like, every little, like, like every little, like, gear moving and, like, in, in future movies, he prioritized like the soundtrack over 
the noise. And so the Transformers felt really weird and fake and like not as real. Um, so yeah, no, like Transformers, the CG in the first movie, fantastic. Um, and I feel like that was primarily because they were shooting on film um, during that time. So like, I feel like it's easier to get away with CG stuff when you, when things are not as high quality. Um, but yeah, no, like it's still fantastic. Like really, really good. All right, suggestions, Brandon? Well, I mean, I think like Jurassic Park still looks incredible, which is funny to say because it's like mm. a 30 year old movie. Uh, uh, but it's like really good. the mix of practical and CG in that movie is really good. It still looks great. And like, honestly, it looks sometimes the dinosaurs look better than like some of the more modern ones. Um, but for like modern stuff, I thought Dune was really well done and the CG looked great in that. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, so much, again, like so much CG, it's it's like plastic surgery, right? It's like, you don't see the bad, you don't see the good plastic surgery. It just looks real. And like, when you just watch a movie and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, everything in this scene is real and nothing is real. You're like, okay, well, that's bizarre uh, and and frightening. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think who was like a really good CG character recently that I saw. I don't know. Um, I feel like I've seen something. Mm, Jar Jar Binks. Amazing. Yes. Yes. My favorite. I mean, I was blown away by like Rocket and Groot. I remember. I remember there was a moment when I was. Oh my God. Yeah, Rocket. When I was watching the first Guardians of the Galaxy in the theater, I was by myself and I'm crying, dying. Like that scene when like Groot's (laughs) dying, he makes the root ball and he's, and Rocket is pleading with him to not do it. And I'm just bawling. I'm like, I'm crying at nothing. Right. Like nothing, nothing's real. Like this is just two CG <laughs> characters. One it's being a cartoon. It's a dang yeah, cartoon. One being an anthropomorphic cartoon. tree, the other being a, a raccoon. And I'm like, what am I doing? It's like I think those look incredible. You know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Looks great. What have you done to be kind of fun? What have you done? Yeah, that's what I was thinking with Moon Knight. Is like. Oscar Isaac is just talking to no one because yeah. he's talking to himself, right? Or maybe so his like, brother. He's, I can't imagine like his brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or his brother. Yeah. So I thought that was that was cool. Okay, so this is a, a double-ended question. So the first half of the question: What fictional character would you want to be? Mm. Oh. Mm. Fictional character, what I want to oh, be. Oh, easy. I know this. Um, I want to be the doctor. I love the doc- doctor who was my oh, favorite show doc- of all time. Yeah. Always, always has been. Um, so I've, I've always like my idea, like afterlife is me having a TARDIS and like just <laughs> flying around the universe through space and time and <laughs> just uh, meeting people, helping people. Like that's literally the dream and like never sort of being able to die seems, I mean, like it's, it's a, it is a curse, but like, I don't know. It's just, allows you to have more adventures and more memories and it's really cool so the doctor for me the doctor's good uh bbc lover (laughs) that sounds weird never mind (laughs) i meant meant, um the channel and nothing else (laughs) i mean i always i always had a passion for magneto you know i think i think magneto has a good power set that's not too op but it can be op you know what i mean like some of these characters, it's like they can do whatever they want. That's not it's not interesting to me. But like, you can manipulate metal and magnetic fields, but there's a limit to that. But you have to be very creative with how you use it, which I always appreciated. Mm. Uh, I like that about him. Um, I mean, I always wanted to be a Jedi. Who doesn't want to be a Jedi? 
I'd probably turn Sith, but <laughs> yeah, the Jedi are kind of like really lame in terms yeah, the of the like, Sith are where it's at. Jedi suck, but I want to be Felicia Hardy Black Cat. Yeah. I, oh, okay. That's who I want to be. Black Cat, she's a cool cat. I gotta say, yeah. I'd want to be Bobby Morris. Tall. <gasps> yeah, oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, so she's talking in Agents of Shield. Mm. I, I told MT this. I don't know if you know this, Brandon, or if you would guess this, but I'm six feet tall. She is. So it's like Ooh, nice. I I totally am like when I see characters that are like tall, like female characters that are tall, like Wonder Woman, Diana, like oh, right, right. adore. So and then yeah. I love her next to Hunter. <laughs> yeah, her and Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the tail end of this question is okay, so we know what fictional character you would want to be. But what fictional character would describe how you are now? Oh, like what fictional character would describe you best? I didn't think about this one. Mm. That is actually a good question. Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> <laughs> I am right there right now. <laughs> Wanda Maximoff. Yeah, that's right there right now. I'm Wanda Maximoff. I am one universe away from having a breakdown. So. <laughs> I will take Same. control of you. Um, I will have my perfect reality. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Give me the dark hold. <laughs> That's a good one. Hmm. Character to describe <laughs> me now. Uh, I think I would go with uh, Peter B. Parker in that uh, yes. starting to age, I'm aging gracefully. Um, I'm still in the zone. Like I'm still in the zone. I'm sharper than ever. But like, you know, the body fails every now and then. Uh, I'm, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to hold it together. I've, I don't have that youth figure that I used to have, but like I'm still out there, and I'm ready to teach the next generation how to how to handle it. Aww. I'm ready to be I there for them, answer. be a mentor. I like that. That's dope. Wait, can, does it have to be Marvel or anything? It could be yeah. anything empty. Okay, cool. I got it because you reminded me. Jesus You're, Christ! I, I'm Nick Miller from New Girl. That's exactly <laughs> who I am right Nick now. Miller from New Girl, <laughs> season one. <laughs> Season one, Nick Miller from New Girl, uh, the, the, the depressed person <laughs> who doesn't really know what he's doing, but he's just sort of just like, I don't know, I'm just sort of doing it, you know? So that's that's me. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I would have You're said Wanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I often, or that would be me and my alcoholism. I would go to sleep and then not know what happened while I was blacked out. And I too would drive and possibly kill people because I'm driving <laughs> under the influence. So oh, yeah, wow. I guess, yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Mark Spector. But that was back in the day. Yeah, I know. Mark Spector. Now, now I'm you're Mark Spector in the rehab. <laughs> yeah, I'm him in the asylum. That's, that's, what's up. that's good. So you guys don't have to answer this one. Because okay. I don't know if it would like get you fired or something, but <laughs> is Philip as cool as he portrays himself on social media? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Philip is pretty Philip cool. Is a meticulous dude. I, he's a very meticulous ever guy, for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's he's I think the coolness is legit. He's worked hard. He's he's constructed yes. that that uh that armor of coolness, and I think it's real. It exists. He's a very he's a very intelligent guy. And he's pretty, he's pretty cool. I mean, he was like, when he, when he was getting ready for that Multiverse of Madness premiere, he was like, oh yeah, I got like a new suit for it. And in my mind, I was like, if I were to buy a new suit, it would just be like a suit. It'd be a gray suit or a blue suit or a black suit. It would look very nice. It would be fitted well. And that would be my suit. I don't know if you've seen pictures mm -hmm. from him at the Multiverse of Madness premiere. <laughs> he I was did, wearing yeah. this shiny, 
effervescent, like beautiful suit <laughs> that I was like, where would you ever wear that ever again? But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> he was like, I'm Is this the Met Gala? What are you doing? I mean, like legit. I was like, <laughs> I don't know when I would ever wear Gilded that. Suit, but he did it and he pulled it off. So yeah. Kudos to him. Because people always ask me, are is Eric as cool as, as, and as nice as he seems? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't talked to him like ever. <laughs> so, people yeah. being me. <laughs> we are pretty much exactly who we are on camera for the most part. Cause like whenever I, we do shows or I'm speaking for myself anyway, like it, I, I, I honestly forget that I'm shooting a show. Cause I'm just like, I'm talking to my friends. This is really fun. And we're just goofing off. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I get paid to do this. This is really, really cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like everyone at New Rockstar is pretty much, how they are and like Philip is super chill and like you know like just judging by like the conversations that I've had with him personally like he's just a, he really cares about like you know how you're doing as a person and like he's just a really really great dude yeah and I'm super grateful that he found my weird stuff and like wanted to be my friend which is like mm -hmm. one of the best things ever okay so I have two more questions and then we can open for discussion if that's something that we want to <laughs> open do. up for discussion <laughs> um, all right if you could recast any character, what character would it be and what actor would play them? Oh my goodness gracious. Ooh, recast any character. Oh, <laughs> I, I know this one. Ahead of time, so you guys can prepare. You guys are acting no, like the I, No, I already know this answer. I just need okay. to find um, what her name is. Um, gosh, what is her name? The chick from. Why am I, I'm blanking on the movie? Battle, battle, um, Alita ba Battle Angel. Oh, Alita. Battles, uh, Alita Battle. Um, Rosa Salazar. Battle. There we go. No, okay. Um, Ro I, I want Rosa Salazar to be Maria Hill so badly. Like, I feel like she uh -oh. would knock it out of the park as Maria Hill. Um, she would just be so much, like, I don't know. I just feel like her personality fits. Like, whenever I read Maria Hill in the comic, I'm like, I, I, I'm getting Rosa Salazar. I don't know. I'm just getting really like, She's just like she's a really sassy lady about like that can really like take charge. I'm like that's Rosa Salazar. I, I see it. Um, so, but like obviously, Colby Smulders is doing an amazing job. Like I obviously don't want her to get fired or or to lose her job. But like that's just like for me personally, that's a fan cast. Yeah. Fan cast. That's a better <laughs> word for it than recast. Fan cast. Yeah. Fan cast. Yeah. Everyone's doing a good job. Every actor's just trying yeah. to work. But if you had to go back and do it, yeah. Um, Mine, well, I guess I'll go, I'll go back to, uh, you know, uh, the woman I'm leaving my wife for, Emma Frost, right? Listen. I, got, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I, I, got, gonna say. <laughs> I got nothing against Jan January Jones. Let me take that back. I got very little against January Jones. She's, I was just a lovely, <laughs> a lovely person, was great in Mad Men, not so great as Emma Frost. I don't think it was, she had a lot to work yeah. with. That's the writers, that's the director, that's fine. What a waste of the character. Twice they've wasted that character, I would like to add. Um, yeah. I would like to see Blake Lively get a turn at, Genu at as Emma Frost. <gasps> I think she would do a really oh my good God, job. Be so good. I think she would be really good at it. Um, and it would be she good would to be have her run into Deadpool and they yeah. have like a funny joke about it. Uh, but I think she's like, oh, we're married into the universe. Ah, ah, ah. I, think, <laughs> I think she would be a great Emma Frost. And as they look to hopefully bring her into the MCU, Let's let's give her a shot. Let's give her a shot. Let's keep that let's in mind. It. Let's keep that in mind. Keep it in the I old totally Mine is Jensen Ackles as Hawkeye. Oh, okay. I think that's a good one. That's a good one. I gotta I, say, like that is the Matt Fraction Hawkeye for sure. I right, right. Mm -hmm. I oh my gosh. I think because I love the Hawkeye comics and I love Hawkeye in the comics. And like, no hate to Jeremy. 
not at all. But like Jensen Ackles, him and um, Supernatural, just that would have been a perfect translation to mm. comic Clint. Hundred percent. And agree. yeah, and I wish they kind of brought in the deafness earlier in the MCU, but I totally yeah. understand. Like it made sense when know, they did it, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I like I I totally loved how they did it. It wasn't like just all of a sudden he was deaf. It was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of explosions. Yeah, yeah. He's getting old. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm a normal dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a lot that. of loud noises have that. happened. <laughs> but I have always wanted Jensen Ackles as Clint, mm. just because I'm like I just see it. I've always saw it when I read the comics, and like I was into Supernatural, so I'm like, yeah, that's my fan cast. <laughs> I believe it. Like I've always I've always wanted. I don't know if you watch the boys, but um the the fish guy um. To, to play Hawkeye, I think it'd be a great. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know his, uh, his name, but like the the deep, the whoever plays the deep would make a great Hawkeye for me. Yeah, I love Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, but I saw an edit recently that was Jessica Chastain as oh, Natasha Romanoff. Oh, that would be really oh, good. Yeah. She would have been so good. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is crazy. I have to show you the edit because it was like Natasha Romanoff real, like with the parentheses. <laughs> After three five five, I totally see that. Yeah. For sure. So that's, mm, that's a good one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was going crazy. I was like, wait, am I thinking the wrong I just make no. something up. Yes. yes. <laughs> Did I just go into an alternate reality? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We have one fan submitted question. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is from Justin Gill on Twitter. And he asks if we think the quality of the Disney Plus series would be improved if all the shows only had five episodes. I mean, that's hmm. such a, I don't, it's a tough thing. Like, I think, yeah. Ugh, yeah, it's really, I think the hardest thing right now is that all of this stuff, they're in this position where nothing ends, right? Everything has to just kind of keep going. Mm. Um, and everything has to kind of be open-ended and really do its thing. Like, I think Loki was like the most successful as a series in terms of, Presenting stuff, right. having character development, and having a, a good climax to the film, to the show, and and telling a complete story. So much so that, like, Kate Heron, the woman who wrote or kind of uh, directed it, was like, this was my vision. I don't want to do right. season two, right? Like, I don't, I don't right. care. If you cut them down to five, they're going to have the same problem still that you might see as they have when they have eight or nine episodes, right? I think... If right. anything, I would just love them to be a little more insular and not worry about all the connections they got to make. Now, do I like the connections? Yes. Does the new rock stars like all the connections? Yes. <laughs> uh, but if you're talking about you success and, and making them better, like let them be a little more like when you read comics and for five issues, there's a different artist and a different writer and things feel very different. And the basics are still mm. there, but you jump around a little bit. Like, I think I like to see that everything starts to look the same, and that kind of gets, you know, mm. the Marvel has, MCU has like a palette of visuals, and they they all kind of fit together. Which again, why I liked like Multiverse of Madness, it felt very different. Shang Chi felt very different mm. from like a just cookie right. cutter kind of MCU movie. Does that answer the question? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right, MC, what's your take? Um, this is tough because like, I think it really all depends on the writer and, you know, the showrunner and like the, how the story is being told. But like, I feel like six episodes 
is a good number. I feel like five would be too few. I feel like six episodes, and considering how like six is like the big number in the MCU, I feel like that's good for like not too long, but like not too short. And like, I really liked how um, Moon Knight had that six episode formula. I feel like it was like perfectly good. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I I don't think that shorter seasons will help. I just think that um, it it just all that really matters is like making a really good memory and like i don't know like i i just I, as long as the show affects people then like I, I don't think it really matters how many episodes there are for me personally i don't know um uh, but yeah i think that six for me is a good round number Even. yeah anything more than like six to like nine episodes max if it's if it's more than nine i'm like i think you guys are just trying to milk the series <laughs> please stop um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's me. We were we were talking about this earlier, and now that we've talked a little bit about CGI, now I'm I'm thinking about it more. So when we were talking about this earlier, I was thinking like, oh, improving like the plot. They have more episodes to like expand on like the plot and stuff. And then she was mm. like, well, maybe quality of CGI. Maybe that's what the person was asking. I was like, wait, I don't even see bad CGI. So like, <laughs> of course, I think that it's gonna be better if there's more episodes because I just see the plot. I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a visual person so i mean i obviously am into the story as well but i thought like if you keep going you're gonna have to split like where you want your budgeting to go and then if you keep going with more episodes you're kind of going to draw back from those really intense scenes and then yeah. like or you're gonna have one really intense moment like natasha jumping out of a blowing up ship <laughs> and then the rest of the other ones you're like why is the helicopter moving like that? <laughs> um so like there's like um you kind of have those moments but like plot wise of course like you want to be able to tell the story more but like you were saying you're milking it at that point like marvel right now is very open-ended and i it's either you like it or you don't like it um but it's everything is very open-ended so right. um you know if you keep explaining the story without letting it lead into say another movie or another series or how marvel's trying to set up this you know like wandavision led into multiverse of madness like if you're trying to set up these lead-ins to different things um you can't keep explaining it and explaining it because you can't make those connections or you're already explaining, you already know what's going to happen in the next movie. And then it's like not fun anymore. Um, but I'm also like kind of iffy on how open-ended Marvel is right now, because like before it was concise, the open-ended would lead into the next movie, but now there's like almost 13 different plot lines that are just left mm -hmm. open. You have to keep track of who's going to show up where, mm -hmm. like everyone thought Loki was going to be in Multiverse of Madness. He's nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. And like, there's just so many like, Everything's like that two, two different um, post-credit scenes for Eternals. Like everything is so open and you're trying to keep track of what storyline is going where and what's mm. going to happen in the next, like, where's the direction. And I kind of feel like Marvel is like, we have so many things and we want to make sure you're interested. And so here's all of it, like mm -hmm. stay into it. And we're like, it's a little over sensory yeah. load. Um, <laughs> I kind of wish they just kept like, you know, the Infinity Saga was very like on point, even though the movie's, didn't necessarily have to be about Thanos. It all led into this, you knew it was coming. Right yeah. now, it feels so what's happening. Like, <laughs> like I, why did Harry Styles show up? And then why <laughs> did, you know, they get taken away? And then that's all in one movie. And then you're like, okay, let's look at Loki. The multiverse is broken, but then Doctor Strange doesn't have the repercussions of that. And then there's just, and it's like, there's not a clear, concise line. And I'm kind of like, 
it's like, do you like it or you dislike it? And I'm like, right now, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I feel like we're in that weird like um, period before Avengers one, when like yeah. we didn't know Thanos was like really a threat, and like we're, we're just like, all right, we're getting a Captain America movie, and then we're getting the Thor, and like, what's happening? I don't really know. It's just we're enjoying movies. But like now that we're we're used to like a cinematic universe, it feels kind of scary not really knowing. What, yeah. where are we, where's, where's this bus going? I don't really know. Like, I, I, I we were on the Thanos bus. Now we got off that. And now we just, we're just on the Marvel yeah. bus. <laughs> where are we going? Wanda, strange, low key. Where are we going? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it leads, it leads to what they, what, what the comics are. You know, it, no one reads, well, very few people read every single Marvel comic that comes out, right? But in a lot of ways, they're all connected. Yeah, it's the same universe. What have you? I think as Marvel, as the MCU grows, and now we're in year fourteen, close to fifteen or whatever of of content. In every year, there's a it's every day it's someone's first person first time seeing a Marvel anything, right? So they're gonna Mm. as they want to bring in a young audience. You can't say like, well, here's twenty eight films you need to watch, here's six series you need to see, and now you can get in. I think their approach maybe now, and they've kind of moved away from the phases even. They don't say phase. They haven't officially said phase four. We're, people kind of just say it because we're used to saying it, but like they're mm. kind of just yeah. presenting stuff. And like, if you like the younger stories, they're over here. And if you like these characters, they'll be over here. And if you would like to learn more, you can. But mm. we're just going to offer up this buffet. And I think that's mm. good because, you know, as you have fans who might decry the the choices they're making or the type of content they're making, mm-hmm. I think it's good that they're diversifying their assets in a way that means whatever you like, you'll find something there. If you don't like all of it, you don't have to like all of it. Yeah, yeah. True, can't make true. everyone happy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, now someone's are always going to be disappointed. So. <laughs> and I think like if that's the case, then what they're doing is kind of nice. Like you said, like there's something for everyone. Um, I was talking to um, one of my friends and they're like, well, I don't read the comics, so I have no idea what's happening. Like during Multiverse of Madness, we were like, oh, oh, oh. And then they're like, what? And so <laughs> it's like, it's kind of hard for those that don't and are just kind of getting into it or they've only ever watched the movies. But like, yeah, if you're like into the comics and you're totally like, oh yeah, that's all in the same universe. I mean, everyone knew John Krasinski as Reed Richards, like, whoa, that was it. Or mm-hmm. like Charles Xavier, even though many people haven't seen the X-Men, like a lot of people do. So. It, it, there is, there's like different spectrums of where you are and how you are. And I think, yeah, them just kind of like, oh, here's a show if you want to watch a show and you're not into the movies or here's this new movie, Eternals, that's not really tied to really anything. Yeah. So if you like that type of thing. And so, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying over there. And I'm, I'm ready for them sense. to break more expectations, uh, you know, which, you know, they kind of do here and there, like where like, Sylvie wasn't a real character, just kind of a mix of two characters. Like, my dream would be, mm. all right, here's the MCU's Fantastic Four movie. This is our first movie. And you know what? It's Mrs. Fantastic and the Invisible Man. Like, Reed Richards turns into yeah. and <laughs> Sue Storm is the one that stretches. And it's like, yeah, let's do that. Like, start crossing the genders. Yeah. That'd be fun. Start completely that changing things. Like, I don't want to know all the answers because I can look them up in the comic book. Which I think they do. Exactly. Like, Infinity Saga played out very differently in the movie. I think that's what they're right. going to do with Secret Wars. It's going to play out very differently, or Secret Invasion, a lot differently. But that is, and then eventually, oh yeah, Secret Invasion, and then eventually both Secret both Wars. Wars. They'll do it. They're going to make yeah. all these multiverses and then just collapse them and start over. 
<laughs> I remember someone was like, why'd they name it the Illuminati? And I was like, it's in the comics. It's not a thing. Like, don't worry. Like, don't on it. But like, that's such a stupid name. Like, why would they do that? I was like, it was, it was, it's in the comics. But I promise you when they're not just being funny. I was like, give it a chance. <laughs> Had to defend them for a second. I was like, wait, wait. Well, like, I, it makes sense. Cause like it, they're the most illuminated of all of humanity. So like, they think they're the smartest. So like, they're the Illuminati. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that just makes sense to like, me. They're like, so they're like the secret government controlling the world. And I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> kind of. All right. Do we have any closing statements before we wrap it up? Closing statements? <laughs> um, I would like I'm to. Closing uh, arguments. I, I'm not the one interviewing ever. I'm always the one. Mm, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I I, my closing like, statement yeah. will be, um, I want to thank Kevin Feige for Frogman. It's the greatest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Um, I I keep looking at the design of the costume, and mm. it's the greatest. Like, I am so excited for this like freaking Frogman. Like, it's gonna be like kick ass. Like, I feel like yeah. we're gonna get a kick ass version of Frogman, and I'm all about it. So, like, that's my closing remark. <laughs> random, <laughs> a random thing. Uh, my closing statement is: I don't want to see Wolverine for another five years. <laughs> I've still had enough Wolverine. I don't need to enough? Five years. You don't want any huge Ackman I anymore? Want huge Ackman. Huge Ackman can come back whenever he wants. He can, he can walk in whenever yeah. he wants. But I do not want to see another Wolverine story for five years. At least five more years. Make us wait. Make you us want another Wolverine origin? If he is one of the first <laughs> X-Men. If Wolverine's one of the first X-Men we see, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Oh my god. No Emma Frost, Blake Lively. <laughs> That'll take. That'll take. <laughs> okay. Me? Same. Yeah. I, um, I haven't thought of anything yet. <laughs> I haven't either. Um, I think Marvel is fun, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, also, Wait, what was fun? Marvel is fun. <laughs> yes, Marvel is fun. It's just a fun brain rot. I have way more Marvel knowledge than records of books and study that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, if I had a test on listing every event that's happened in the MCU, I could do it. You tell me to name the elements, <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot. <laughs> I think that's a fair trade. Yeah. I will close with the simple statement of, please give Bucky the long hair back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bucky with the good hair. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> see, I don't know if we're ever gonna get long haired Bucky, cause like that dude's old fashioned. I'm mad because I wanted a scene of Sam cutting Bucky's hair. Mm. I wanted that to be Bucky. <laughs> I they go to a black barbershop like, all right, Bucky, <laughs> right, sit down. <laughs> I wanted, That would be the only reason why I accepted the fact that he had short hair is if Sam was cutting it for him. was like, this Yo, is great. Give Bucky <laughs> waves. I want to see Bucky with the waves. Do-rag. Do-rag like, a black friend now. You white already Panther. know what <laughs> <laughs> all right thank oh you guys God. so much for joining us it yes. was fun. thank you for thank having you me john was mad at me for not inviting him to this a new rock stars editors episode so chances Ooh. are i'll probably ask you guys to come back so if you guys don't mind do. <laughs> i'll be in your please DM. do yeah. <laughs> totally fine Thank Thanks you. for coming. It was great talking with you guys. Thank you for having me. All right. Me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes, and goodbye. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.